Welcome to the Chasing Brighter podcast, a show about self-discovery and lifestyle tips for moms. We are your hosts. I'm Kelly, a wife, mom of two, and an independent consultant with my own company in Chicago. And I'm Jessica, mom of three, and owner of my own outpatient mental health practice in Nevada. You're about to go on a journey of self-discovery as we chase a brighter you. Every single week, we will bring you new episodes that will cover everything from lifestyle and tips to more serious conversations about grief, life, and hardships. Whether it's a duo episode or we have a guest, you are guaranteed to pick up a new tool or feel less alone. This one is for the moms that have forgotten how to make time to keep their spark alive. Allow this show to be a reminder to always keep chasing a brighter version of you. Let's get into it. Hi, welcome to today's episode on gratitude. Kelly and I wanted to talk about gratitude because we feel like it's a powerful tool that really has the potential to transform your life. And gratitude is not just simply saying thank you, but we believe it's a mindset, a way of viewing the world, and an attitude that can really transform our lives. Kelly, we love research. We love science. I want to get to the science of gratitude. Please, I think it's very interesting. So one of the things that, that I've always talked about, just as far as like our immune system, so mm-hmm. much mental health and self-care immediately impacts our physical bodies. Studies have shown that gratitude can strengthen our immune system, lower our blood pressure, and reduce inflammation in the body. It can also improve our ability to cope with stress, adversity, and helps us become better at being resilient. It leads us to greater resilience. So I just, oh, I find that fascinating. Yeah, I think it goes back to helping you feel happy and feel positive. When we express gratitude, our brain releases dopamine and serotonin, which our neurotransmitters that are associated with the feelings of happiness and well-being. So those chemicals not only help us feel good in the moment, but they have long-term effects on our health. I think that's awesome. I think that I practice gratitude in a lot of different ways. I know you practice gratitude. I think for me, a catalyst for it is when I was very young, 1920, I started volunteering with the homeless community. Mm -hmm. And I think from then on, it just gave me perspective, so much perspective, because I was directly working with people who had nothing. And I was like, wow, I'm really lucky. There is a cycle of poverty, which includes not having family connections, not having help, not having a village. And so just being grateful that we had a supportive family network and just really having perspective, like I'm going to get a grip. I have a roof over my head. I have food in the fridge. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. And just acknowledging that taking those moments is really important to build that point of view. Yeah. I like different ways to practice gratitude. One of the yeah. things that I took from the Christofferson family when I would go over to Julie's house for dinner is they would start with a prayer and then they would each have to go around and say what they're thankful for. And so I took that from them. And I encourage my children when we were sitting down to a meal 
to talk about what they're thankful for. So that's one of the things that we do. How about for you? Yeah. So when I think about gratitude, I think about reflection, right? So thinking about reflecting on things and really evaluating what I am grateful for. I don't practice gratitude nearly as much as I should. I struggle so much with stress and anxiety, and I notice the times where I'm doing it more, it helps calm me. And in terms of practicing gratitude for me, it's about taking those moments and thinking about things I'm grateful for. Sometimes what I like to do, Jess, is if I look at pictures on my phone and taking a moment thinking of memories mm-hmm. is like one way that helps me be so grateful for yeah. the time I've spent, right? With people, family, friends, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Looking back, seeing, wow, yeah. I've done these things. That fills my cup a lot. Yeah. And so I need to do that more. I notice if I sit with the kids or if they're feeling sad or whatever, if I can pull my phone and photos, like it immediately yeah. draws them out yeah. to think back about like those grateful moments and memories of things. So that's definitely one thing I like to do in terms of gratitude. When you talk about stress and anxiety and such a strategy for all things mental health, but is practicing mindfulness and trying to be in the present. Yeah. So just being able to, one of the things that I feel incredibly grateful for that I do think about a lot is having a car. Think about how maybe not for you living in the city but how for so many people not having reliable transportation, how that impacts your life every day. So I feel very grateful that I'm able to get where I need to go and that and being in that moment of living and just really being thankful for really tiny things like the sunshine for my coffee in the morning, just being really grateful for those simple things that start your day by being able to be mindful and present and not taking that for granted and just going around thoughtlessly. And that's the challenge. Therein lies the rub is trying to walk through your day in a thoughtful, intentional way. I think that's part of the practicing gratitude part. And I have a time with it. Honestly, you get stuck sometimes and just getting the kids out the door, getting ready for your next call or whatever. And really I love even certain times of year, it's easier for me to be appreciative of nature and just sitting outside. All of those things are like this calming your mind, the mindfulness part, right? And just thinking about that moment that you're in. Yeah. Also, one of the things, I don't know if I'll ever remember to do this, but what I would like to start in January, have you seen this where people get a beautiful apothecary jar or whatever. It could be any kind of jar, a bowl, whatever, and paper and a pen by it. And then you just write what you're grateful for and drop it in the container. And then on December 31st, you go through and read out all the things that you're grateful for throughout the whole year. I really like that. I love that. And you know what? I want to do that with our family. I think that would be a fun thing to do a gratitude jar my family. Yeah. They did. This was very cute at Pilates Plus. They had little strips of paper. They had you write what you're grateful for and they attached it to a chain and then they hung the chain up. Oh, that's cool. For the month of November. So that's cute too. I think what I need to do, and this is me being me, is either buy little gratitude slips or make them on the printer and cut them out because I want it to be aesthetically pleasing and fun. I have a beautiful jar. 
that I want to put on the island. And then then you're seeing it too. Like you're visually seeing it all this way. I agree. And then that helps everybody. Well, I know it's difficult because we've talked a lot about parenting in October. And I think that's a way to encourage your kids. And so instead, when a child says, oh, I, I need to get this because everyone has it, or I'm really upset because blah, blah, blah. And then as a parent, you're like, are you going to follow if all your friends jump off a cliff? Are you going to follow them? Or you don't even need to worry about that because in 10 years, those shoes are out of style or whatever. We've talked about this before, how we want to impart on them. Like we want it, but it's like, instead of telling them to be grateful and listing what they need to be grateful for, encouraging that gratitude practice that they have to do that themselves, that they have to, we've talked about intrinsic motivation, but that it comes from them intrinsically. Here's this piece of paper. Here's a pen. It's right in front of you. This is a way that will help them begin to identify, wow, there are some things that I do have to be grateful for. I think it's helpful, especially when you're in a really bad headspace, to think through. I think it's so easy to get bogged down in a moment when all those kind of like negative thoughts perhaps are flooding in and thinking more positively about a situation and practicing gratitude super hard. So I think gratitude, there's a regular practice yeah. of being grateful of and reflecting. And it can be anything to your point. It could be journaling. It could be a meditation. It can be yoga. It can be just sitting with your cup of coffee in a moment. There's a lot of gratitude journals mm-hmm. that can help you with prompts. Also, journaling is very powerful. I like the idea I saw. I don't know if you did much more on it, but you had talked about a gratitude board. Yeah. Yes. I like that. Yeah. And it's it goes back to maybe even translating the jar into a board too, where it's more of a physical space and a place to document, I guess, for lack of a word, or to record that. But I think it can also be digital. And I think that's what you're talking about when you go through your photos, right? That's like a digital gratitude board of looking back and looking at. Yeah. So maybe we could all just create a folder on your phone of gratitude. And when you see a photo that makes you really happy, slide it in there, put it in the cloud. I think there's a way to also do that digitally as well. Yeah. Or doing a a board at home or something like a cork board. Yeah. One of the kids, they have these shout out things that they show some appreciation for someone else. Mm-hmm. And Beckett will bring home notes. And so I think those will be things that it's oh, like highlighting cute. like moments that we're all like yeah. proud of and keeping those like top of mind. And there's a way to do it with your kids. So I think this is interesting. I know I've talked about this so much, but Giovanni is eight years old and he has always said he hates the school. So we had the the Thanksgiving break, we're going to have Christmas break. Anytime we have a break, and then we're re-entering school. Mm -hmm. He's like, why do I have to go to school? We have to start all over again. So he was like, why do I have to go to school? Then his new thing is like, what if I'm sick tomorrow? He was like, I didn't really feel very good today, but I didn't say anything to anybody, but I don't feel very good. So what if I don't feel good when I wake up? This is his new thing. Oh, no. So last night I said, and this is true. I'm not just like blowing smoke. I was like, Every teacher that has ever had you has absolutely loved you in the classroom. You are so kind and so friendly. And all of your friends, Gabby always talks about it. When she walks with Gio by school, everybody yells, Gio, and stops. Like, he's just very popular. You wouldn't know this, by the way. If you talk to him, he hates school. 
<laughs> you wouldn't have the idea of school persona. But I was like, and everyone that sees you just loves you. And there's teachers that don't even have him that come up to me and say, I love Giovanni. And I don't even know who these staff are at the school. So I was like, everybody that gets around you, they just love being around you. And it just seems like you are just so positive at school. And then he just, it totally changed the subject. He didn't talk about it again and then went to bed. So I also think that's a way of just talking about people are grateful to have you in their life. Another way to help build up Mm. your children and not just saying you're kind, you're creative, you're smart, but like people really appreciate you and people are really grateful for you. Connecting with your kids in that way is, I think, challenging because it's always, oh, you're awesome. I love you. Instead of like really making that true connection that will help them. Yeah, I, I had a lot of like body image stuff and mom would be like, you're beautiful. Like, and of course, did nothing you for me. say that you're my mom. <laughs> it, it hurt telling me that. Obviously, it, it had to, I don't want to say it had no impact, but I'm just saying, what are some other ways to help help our kids feel good about themselves and begin to be grateful for themselves? And I think that is really important when we're thinking about gratitude practice. I know we gave examples of like our house and food and whatever but of your grateful for your relationships, for your healthy relationships, but also for yourself. There was a woman that I listened to that she did this gratefulness kind of challenge and every day you had to list a new part of your body that you were grateful for and why. And then people were posting on this community board. I know we've talked this before, we've experienced a lot of loss in our family and unfortunately we've had to see family members lose their abilities as they were passing. And so I do as much as I over particularly more in the past have beat myself up about my body. It's like I can walk. Yeah. Right. I can run. I can hold my children. I have two arms. Getting into that practice also of self-love by showing appreciation, gratitude for your physical body and also your characteristics. Yeah. I love that. I don't know if there's any other gratitude practices I've done or read about for you, Cal. I think journaling is always like number one. Have there been any other creative things you've seen? I think, especially around the holidays, one other thought that comes to mind are the kind of handmade gifts that you give to people to show your gratitude. And so another part of practicing gratitude is, there's a couple of things I have to say about it. One is that, one is the bracelet that we have that says sisters on it or just really Mm -hmm. thoughtful gifts to other people to let them know that you're grateful for them, which I think is another way to practice gratitude. And tied to that is letting people know that you're grateful for them too. Like aside from me sitting in moments, like thinking about what I'm thankful for, but also sharing that with others on a regular basis out of the blue, Mm -hmm. somebody that you're thinking about. I think is a really great way to practice it, especially because chances are you could make that person's day with those kind words. I try to do that, especially with my spouse, just sending little notes. Sometimes my kids, I'll be like, Wes, have a great day. You're an amazing kid. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. Okay. 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 But Sometimes maybe I get a little more of that. I think they also, I'm sure there are studies about their brain, but I will text that to my older kids. And then they're, I think they're more receptive to it because their brain. I do. That was my text. Oh, that was your text. I get the response back. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> no, if it was in person, it might be a little different. But there are also a lot of apps out there. And there is literally an app called Gratitude Jar. And there's one jar of gratitude, but gratitude jar is like what you and I were talking about, where it's that's cute. Digitally puts a little piece of paper in the jar and then each little then your jar fills up with little stars. But you can go back and read through if you're having a rough day. I just I know I talk about the phone and digital stuff, but that's because, right, we're always with our phone. So if you're having a bad day, you have access to those gratitude journal entries or anything like that. But I really like that, too, about it also is showing the people in our lives that we're grateful for them. And it always feels good. It was my birthday a few weeks ago, and it was really nice when my close friends sent me really special messages about yes. what I mean to them. And that yes. felt really good. And so it's like, why not do that more often? The other thing that I think about is listening to music. So Spotify has a gratitude playlist. So like that. that's cool, too, is taking those moments that you can practice some gratitude. What's a gratitude song on there? I want to know. Is it like the, I think of the um, Golden Girls song? Thank you for being a friend. That's my ringtone. Is it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely my. So I want to know a couple of gratitude songs. Okay. So first of all, there's multiple. So one would be Hip Hop Hooray by Naughty by Nature. Okay. Okay. Which is a good one. I think these are like sometimes tied to around Thanksgiving too, like just some holiday music in the mix. Mm-hmm. Songs would you put on a list, Jess? I think anything probably that has to do with people and friends. Lean on me. Beautiful day. You too. Oh, beautiful day. Okay. Happy. Pharrell. Yes. Proud Mary. Yes. I think there's like a lot like of that one. beautiful happy day songs probably that I'd put on there. Like Bruno Mars songs. Yeah, all Bruno Mars. Some Gwen Stefani. Yeah. I think that when it comes down to it, when we embrace gratitude, it helps create a more fulfilling and joyful life. And when we adopt a grateful mindset and we actively express appreciation, which we've been talking about, we not only enhance our well-being, But we also contribute to a more compassionate and connected world. And that's what we've been talking about. Thinking about other people like a compassionate and connected world. Absolutely. There's a study that people who take time to express gratitude with their partner not only felt more positive toward that person, but felt more comfortable expressing their feelings with their partner. So really even enriching and enhancing the relationship overall. I think Maybe it makes me think about by doing that, you create safe spaces for people to know that you care about them unconditionally and that Mm -hmm. they feel that they can be more vulnerable to you and thus really enhancing and enriching the human experience overall by doing that. So Jess, as we wrap up this conversation and we're wrapping up 2023, what are some things that come to mind? What are you grateful for, Jess? Oh, goodness. I am... Julie calls me Susie Sunshine. Everybody, Julie has been, is my longest relationship and friendship forever. And so I could just go on forever. I think number one, I am incredibly grateful for my children's health and for the health of my loved ones. I think that this podcast and even additionally mom talk has really, I'm just going to start crying. I'm so emotional, but it's really and improved our relationship. We've gotten so close and we were already close 
And now we're like super close. And you know, if you've been listening to the At the, the time past- of this recording, <laughs> we have been talking on Zoom for three hours and 16 minutes. Yeah. And we can keep going. So, and we can keep going. Yes. And if you've been listening to our journey, you guys know that I've always wanted to be Kelly's best friend. And it's <laughs> And so I never gave up with constant rejection. <laughs> so and, start a so podcast with your sibling if you or anybody who you want to be friends with to start a podcast. Yes. And I think also the help of our parents and just for my village, I think I've cultivated such a loving and supportive tribe of people. So also I'll stop there for a moment. I'll pause there. How about for you, Cal? Jess, I'm glad you asked. First of all, I have a sticky note here that says all the exact same things you do in a different order. So maybe I'll say them in a different way in my voice, even though we sound alike. So (laughs) let's just start with, I'm going to start from my business. So I'm thankful for the company I have and that I've been able to keep it going and that I have good balance, work-life balance with it. So I'm really grateful for that and the opportunities I have within that to use my brain in a way that I don't normally get to do. I think that really relates even to the podcast. I'm so grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful for the the connections that we're making, the people who are listening to it, grateful so much to our listeners. And I don't want to ever forget that. And especially those who are really benefiting from a lot of things we're saying and are taking that away, including myself. So that's the other thing is I'm grateful for this opportunity to like make myself better. And this gratitude thing. Like, I don't have a lot to say. I definitely don't practice it as much as I should. And I need to, because I definitely, you know, find myself in not good headspace. Sometimes I need to just be grateful for other things instead of getting wrapped around the axle on these little things. I'm grateful for you, Jess. Love you. And really grateful for what we're doing together. I actually gave Wes a speech about everything you say to your brother, like sticks with them. And Aunt Jessie, like the things I told her when she was little, she still remembers. And I didn't think they were important. Above all, just know that I'm grateful for you and I love you very much. I think in general, grateful for our family. I agree. I think everyone is healthy and happy for the most part. I'm really thankful as much as I really struggle with the competition of the world with my children and the craziness of this high school stuff with Wes in Chicago. I just really need to be grateful that I have happy and healthy kids. Yeah. And an aunt that would Zoom homeschool. <laughs> Let's put that at like plan M for right now, but they will be educated. And it's as much as a, a burden it can be, but being grateful for having a choice and education that, that Wes yes. has a choice. Yes. Yes. You know. And we have a great neighborhood and home and friends and all the things. And that's the other thing is just grateful for all my tribes, amazing tribes of women that I've gotten to know over the years who I get to spend time with, who I'm grateful for all their friendships and like what they bring. And also, I think we all have our struggles and they always help to make me feel normal like you do. Yeah. Getting that validation. Right. I think that gratitude helps us pull back a little bit, right? Sometimes I think we get so invested in this little micro picture of things and it's, let me pull back and let's look at the big picture here. I'm grateful for all of my pets. I don't know what has happened to me, but we have a zoo here. We have two dogs and two cats and I am grateful. Except Squeaks, may he rest in peace. You talked about, I, okay, we have to include this in this episode. Kelly, listeners, 
Have you heard that they are finding out now that hamsters hibernate and they think they're dead? And Gabby sent it to me. All of the people that was like this podcast with four people, four hosts, and they were like, what? And two of the hosts threw their hamster wings and they were children. They were like, and they all I had to do was blow on them. And they showed all these videos where if you just blow on the hamster, like they're not dead, but they've been hibernating. So millions of people have been throwing away hamsters. And so Gabby was like, I think Squeaks was really hibernating. So anyways. Side note, look that up. Don't throw away your children's hamsters service announcement. But yeah, just grateful for animals because animals love you unconditionally. It is insane. We have very friendly animals. When you walk in our door, all of our animals are right there. And it's crazy how they just want to be held and loved. And we've talked before about skin hunger and just being able to have these creatures that rely on you and love you so much. I am grateful for our animals. And I'm incredibly grateful, like you talk about, for our listeners and for my practice, that I'm able to help people, that they find therapy useful and grateful for a thriving practice. I could go on and on. I'm all of the things I'm grateful for. I think for our listeners, if you're still with us on this episode, would be that... We lost you at hamsters. Just, yeah. <laughs> I think we wanted to do this episode to really talk through, especially reflecting on the year of 2023, mm-hmm. really just taking those moments to, to sit with yourself and think about what are you truly grateful for and how important that is to us all chasing that brighter version of ourselves and continuously looking for ways to bring joy and happiness into our lives. Yeah, I hope this episode has sparked a interest and gratitude because like we said it's just a, for a benefit right to help improve your physical and mental well-being engaging in a gratitude practice can really make an impact thanks for listening today don't forget to subscribe so you can hear our latest episodes as soon as they drop if you love today's episode please share with another mom And while you're there, it would be great if you gave us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to know more about Kelly and I, want to find more of our blogs, tips, tools, resources, check that out at ChasingBrighter.com. And we interact with you on Instagram and Facebook at Chasing Brighter. Thanks. We'll be here next week.